What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the podcast, first podcast of the new year. Uh, you have not missed anything. I have. I've been gone. Like I've taken a break, taken a vacation, kind of just reset everything, rejuice everything, get things going, make a game plan, kind of, sorta. I really don't have a game plan going into these things. But come back, refresh, renewed, and ready to get after it. Um, I did start a TikTok. You can follow me on TikTok at Bandit0480. That is my TikTok. So if you want to see like just random, like I post completely random stuff over there. Like I posted something today about like coming home from work, having like a rough night at work or whatever. And uh, what made it better. So if you want to see random stuff, check out my TikTok again at Bandit0480. That is my handle over there. Um, hopefully you guys, before I get into anything, hopefully you guys had an awesome holiday. Your new year's been great already. Uh, maybe your resolution, eh, maybe, maybe it's already gone by the wayside. I know mine kind of hasn't really, like I'm trying to kick energy drinks this year. I, I live on them, like being on third shift, being on midnight's graveyard, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you live on them. Like they are very, very bad for you. Like my heart's been doing weird things. Uh, very, very concerning. And the fact that I'm mid thirties and I'm like, man, my heart's like not, not feeling right. Like it, it feels like it skips and stuff. So been kind of keeping an eye on that. Like kind of actually has me a little bit concerned. Like normally I'd be like, yeah, whatever, you know, a little bit of indigestion, indigestion. Wow. I can't talk. I can't talk. I always screw up. Uh, but I keep it like people ask me that. Why do you keep it? I'm like, I don't know. It just makes the podcast feel more organic. But um, yeah, like my heart's been doing weird things, like really like skipping beats, racing and uh, not a fun time. It's actually kind of painful when it does happen. And it's been happening more and more frequently. I noticed that when I have a lot of caffeine or more precisely energy drinks like a Monster or NOS or a Red Bull, uh, it happens very frequently. So uh, they are known to be a stimulant and, you know, co people are like, cocaine's a stimulant. They're like, yeah, cocaine is a stimulant and it screws up your heart. So I'm kind of linking the two together, not like cocaine and energy drinks, but, uh, my energy drink consumption and my heart being all kind of funky, which doesn't help that I have family history of heart problems and stroke and everything else so i really shouldn't be around them anyways i shouldn't be consuming them anyways uh, but that is that has been my resolution is to try and get my health on track uh start working out start being more conscious about what i eat uh, i've been starting to eat more fruit which normally i'm like meat and potato kind of guy and pile it on with a whole bunch of junk food and if you ask me if I do crunches you're like yes my chips crunch when I eat them like that would have been my answer and now it's like eh, you know maybe maybe I start stepping into a gym maybe it's time uh like I said like I'm smack middle of the road in 30s I'm turning 35 and I'm like man I really got to get my health on track or I'm gonna be in a world of hurt come the next few years like now is the time to kind of kind of turn it all back so um yeah, it's it's not easy. It's not easy because I used to, no joke, I used to have like two or three monsters a day. Um, sometimes it'd be a monster in Austin Red Bull. And, you know, I'd mix them. And very, very bad. Yeah, I know. Like people listen to this like, holy crap, how did your heart not explode? Hence why I'm probably having heart problems. 
Uh, but I haven't been drinking them. I still am drinking Mountain Dew. But hear me out before you yell at me. You're like, oh, it's no, it's no better. Uh, I'm only having a small glass of Mountain Dew a day. One glass of Mountain Dew a day. I was good today at work. I almost bought myself a pop, depending on where you live in in the world. It's either soda or it's pop. Matt, Michigan, it's pop. So I was good today. I, I picked up Mountain Dew at work. I was going to buy it. And I put it back. I told myself I don't need it. I am drinking coffee. Um, I have like a cup or two. But other than that, man, I mean, my my caffeine intake has probably dropped, I'd say, probably 80-85% from what it used to be. Like I used to live on caffeine. Like go, 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 go. Uh, I was you hear people that, oh, I could drink a monster and go to sleep. Yeah, I could literally drink a tall can of monster and go to sleep. I was starting to get into the even more powerful ones called Bang. Uh, Bang is holy crap. Like Bang is is incredibly not good for you. No, like none of that stuff's good for you. But uh, I'm like, wow, this is this is not good. So um, yeah, it was time. Like that was. My my New Year's resolution that I made, and the wife has joined me on it. She's starting to change her habits as well. Uh, we used to eat out a lot, like a lot of fast food, and that's not good for you, man. I put on a ton of weight. Uh, I used to my weight used to hold about one eighty five, one ninety, and it like the last year, I would say like year year and a half, pretty much since I got married. <laughs> not that marriage is a bad thing, but pretty much since I got married. Um, my weight has just skyrocketed. It's been it's been absolutely insane. Uh, I went from like one, I think I was down to one eighty three, and I was like so pumped. That I was gonna like I was working on hitting one eighty. I was like, oh my god, you know, like oh, I, was, I feel so pumped. And uh, my weight is now two forty. So I was like, something's got to change. Like I I'm not feeling good. I'm sluggish. I'm irritable. I'm moody. Um, uh, being an asshole. I'm a dick. Like I'm being a dick to everybody. And I'm like, all right, something's got to change. I got to make a change. I got to figure out what's going on. So I've cut the energy drinks. I cut smoking a couple of years ago. So yay to that. Oh, which was not easy. Like I had smoked since the time I was um, 18. So I've smoked shit. Um... I want to say that I I smoked for what, like 16 years, 16 years, something like that. Yeah, I quit a few years ago. So I smoked for, uh, I want to say like 15 or 16 years. And then one day I just woke up and I said, it's enough. I'm, I'm done being tied to the ball and chain that is tobacco and um, made a change. Like I was going to the doctors a lot. I was getting a lot of like bronchial infections and upper respiratory infections and uh, not good things. And then like going from literally a pack a day to nothing at the flip of a switch uh, was very interesting. I was very interesting to be around. Like I would drop a pen on the floor and I would absolutely flip out. Um, I've gotten better though. I've gotten a lot better. And, uh, I mean, damage, the damage is done. Like, the lung damage and all that's already done. There is no reversing that. Um, but I'm like, eh, you know, I can't do any more damage 
because I'm not doing it anymore. So now I'm like, I got to cut, I got to cut my caffeine. My caffeine's got to go. Um, especially like lost my, my boss also, he was my friend, um, last year to a heart attack and him and I just like slam energy drinks and everything else together. And, um, losing him at 40 was, was hard, was really, really hard. I was like, holy crap, you know, it was, it was a shot across the bow of the ship, so to speak of like, wow, you know, he, uh, just went home, talked to him on a Friday and then he passed on Saturday. I mean, that's not the way I want to go. I'd like to enjoy retirement at some point. You know, I'd like to enjoy my grandkids. Uh, him and I have kids around the same age and I could definitely put myself in those shoes in that circumstance. I'm like, man, it, it scared the crap out of me, to be honest with you. It made me think, like, well, if that happens to me, what happens to my family? You know, what happens to my daughter? What happens to my wife? Um, how are they going to be taken care of? Like, yeah, my wife works, but she's used to my income, too. And then if my income's not there, they're like, their way of life changes drastically. You know, yeah, I get health, not health insurance, but uh, life insurance and all that. But, eh, you know. Life insurance pays out one time, that's it. Then what? You know, that money goes. You know, the money, you got to pay funeral costs and all that. And I'm like, man, like, it was crazy. It was crazy going in, seeing him one last time. And I was like, man, like, I can't believe it. I just, I can't believe it. And we talk about it a lot at work. Of like, man, you know, wish wish he was here. And, um, like, we miss him. Like, every day goes by, we miss him. And uh, we got a pretty good boss now. But I'm like, eh, it's just, it's not the same, you know, it's not, it's not how it used to be. And if you could turn back time and I wish I could warn him, like looking at all the warning signs now of everything we were talking about, I'm like, damn, you know, I wish I could have made him just go to the hospital, get checked out. Uh, so my heart started doing this like weird flutter palpitation thing. And I was like, oh, okay, like the energy drinks, the caffeine's got to stop. Uh, so I am winding it down. I will eventually, hopefully, the next six months be caffeine-free um, or as little caffeine as possible. I'm, I'm working on it. My body is not being very kind about it because it's so used to it. Uh, so there's been times that I've had just absolutely killer. Like if you drink a lot of caffeine, then you stop drinking for a few days, you get really bad headaches. Uh, I've been going through that. Like I've been dealing with that, and it is not, not too fun. So now that everything kind of caught up, what's going on? The new trailer, I should say the first look trailer at Morbius came out. I think yesterday, yes, I think like about a day ago now uh, at the time I'm recording this, which I'm recording on my Yeti X, by the way. Like a lot of people ask me that too on the Facebook page, Facebook, uh, Facebook page, not page, but page <laughs> still, I can't talk like it's, it's horrible. Uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash real nerd alert. That is facebook.com slash real nerd alert. Feel free to check me out over there. Say, hey, what's up? Love the show. Don't love the show. Do this, do that. What do you think about this? And I, I try to reply over there as quickly as possible. Uh, but there are some times that I'm just I'm sleeping. Like I can't reply in my sleep, but I do try to reply in a timely manner if you do message me over there and all that. So feel free to interact over there. Uh, but this new trailer or first look trailer for Morbius has come out. And uh, I don't know how I feel about Jared Leto. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker just didn't do it for me. Like, a lot of people hated Jared 
Jared Leto's Joker. And he was pissed about it. Like, oh, don't love him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, no, like, it was it was a very bad Joker. Like, let's be honest, it was a very bad Joker. Even though I'm not a DC guy, I like Joker. Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is it for me, even though I grew up with Batman. With, um, uh, crap. Uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. That is Batman to me, not Christian Bale. Uh, but I can very much respect the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh my God, do I love those. Look, I did so much for the franchise. Uh, it was it was revolutionary when that came out, especially when Dark Knight came out. That that movie like is one of my top tens of all time, like straight up. And I'm a Marvel guy, and that like just the cinematography, just everything. It is one of those almost perfect films. Uh, the way they figured out the stunts, they did very practical stunts. It wasn't a whole lot of CGI. Like the whole like everyone's like, oh, you know the big rig that flips over right joker's driving and a big rig flips over and end, end over end um a lot of people are like that's cgi and i'm like no that's actual practice that's old school like that's practical stunt and they figured out how to get it to do it and they carried it out they did it and it was awesome so when i went to chicago it's funny like a little side story here uh when i went to chicago the other year or a couple years ago a couple years ago now i went to chicago and uh, Chicago is an awesome, awesome city, by the way. Like, if you haven't gone, it's worth checking out. Just make sure you bring a lot of money. Uh, there are a lot of shops there. Uh, we stayed literally like a block away from what is known as the Mile. They have all these shops. Uh, they have a candy shop in there that is just hands down the best candy shop I've ever been in. Like, I'm a huge candy junkie. And they have ever like the old school candies, the cigarette, the candy cigarettes. Like, if they don't have it, they can get it. Uh, cause I asked him, I'm like, Hey, you know, if you don't have a candy, like they have candy in there. That's from freaking not like actually from the 1930s, but it's reproduced like it's 1930s, the original, like the original looking packaging and everything. It was really, really cool. And a lot of celebrities go in there and it's like, Oh, this is their favorite. This is their favorite piece of candy, bit of honey or Jolly Rancher or this or that. And it was really interesting to see that and go in there. And of course they're, they're super busy because it is like one of the top candy destinations in the United States to go to. And, uh, of course I got candy out of there. I got like rock candy. Like you can't find rock candy around me at all. And like, I got rock candy, dude. I was so happy to find what I found in there. I was like, Oh my God, they got this. Oh, like, this is great. And I'm like, man, I wish I had one of these closer. Like, I don't know how well to do here, but I wish I had one of these closer because I would be in there weekly. Like I would be in there. Absolutely. Like, no joke weekly. Um, it was really interesting to see that. But when we were in Chicago, we stayed like hard of downtown, right, like right down the street, practically from Trump Tower. Like we passed Trump Tower on our way to our hotel and uh, really got a really good deal uh, on everything. I was very, very pleased with what I paid, especially for the room and the view we had and all that. It was really awesome. Uh, but like I talk about Dark Knight and the whole semi flipping over. We actually went down that street of where they filmed that at. Cause they filmed that like Chicago is Gotham city in the dark Knight trilogy. It's also in transformers and everything else. Like Chicago has been in a lot of films, but I'm like, Oh my God, you know, they, they did the flip right here. And the wife's like the flip. I go dark Knight. the whole, she goes, no way. Like, I'm like, this is where the truck flipped. Like literally they filmed it is coming down and it flipped right here. And she's like, Holy crap. I'm like, I, I recognize the buildings. Like, I recognize where we're at with the buildings and all that. 
And she's like, oh my God, I'm like, dude, it would have been so cool to see that in person for them to actually do the practical stunt. But I think that's part of why I like that movie so much. Not just that it's the best Joker. Like, I know I grew up with the original Joker. I grew up watching reruns of the Batman TV show, that Joker. And then um, Jack Nicholson as Joker. And then we got Heath Ledger as Joker. And oh my God, Heath Ledger just nailed it. I'm like, oh my God, he's so good. So, so good as a Joker. Unfortunately, it was his final role, but um, like, I don't think anyone, any, 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 any time soon, if not ever, will be able to ever touch that. Of like, just how much you can relate to him. And I told my wife that like, you know, when you're growing up, you want to be a Batman, but when you get older, you realize the Joker makes a hell of a lot more sense. And she's like, what? Like, you want to be the Joker? You want to be a maniacal madman? And I go, think about it. You grow up, you're young, you want to be Batman, right? You want to be the hero. You want to go and save the world and all this, like the world can do no wrong and this and I go, then you grow up, you become an adult, you have a job, you're out, you're thrust out into the world, right? And you realize maybe the Joker was kind of right. Like maybe, maybe in a roundabout way, he was kind of right about everything. And, um, you know, even though he's completely crazy, (laughs) but you know, the Joker starts making more sense to you. You start to kind of empathize with the way the Joker sees the world and all that. And she's like, yeah, you're kind of right, but it's true. Like, Oh, it was never about the money, you know? Like, like that, he lets the huge money pile up for like, what the crap? He goes, oh, no, that was my half. Your half's fine. It was never about the money. It's about sending a message. <laughs> like, I can, I, can, I can sympathize with that. I can relate to that. I think a lot of us can at the end of the day. I think a lot of us deep down inside can relate to the Joker in some way, shape, or form to what's going on in our life, what we've been through, what we've experienced, what we're currently experiencing. Um, you know, you just, you walk into work and you're just like, why so serious? And, you know, sometimes you want to put a smile on someone's face. I mean, (laughs) it's, it's one of those things, but, uh, yeah, like Chicago is a really, really awesome time. But, um, now getting back to the Morbius trailer, now that I've like sidetracked, I tend to do that from time to time, sidetrack it seems, but back to the Morbius trailer, I have never read Morbius at all. No idea what is going on. It looks cool as hell. Again, Jared Leto. I'm on the fence about Jared Leto. I'm like, I like his band. I think his band's, you know, okay. I listen to his band from time to time. Uh, it's not like, oh my God, I got to go see, you know, 30 Seconds to Mars. And oh, I believe it is 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, it's not Red Jeps Jumpsuit Apparatus, but I believe it is 30 Seconds. Yeah, 30 Seconds to Mars. That's not the thing, man. I got too many bands up in my head. And, um... I'm like, ah, kind of, kind of on, on the fence a little bit about him because of like, he was in, uh, the new Blade Runner and I was like, yeah, I didn't really dig him in the new Blade Runner either. So I'm like, uh, cool. It's, it's another comic book film coming out. It's a Marvel comic, but it's done by Sony and, um, like the whole trailer goes on and then they're like, they're going really in depth with the trailer. I was very surprised with like, it wasn't just like, Oh, Hey, cool. Check out these flashy scenes. I mean, there is some in-depth stuff there already in the trailer. So it kind of pulled me in intellectually in a way. 
like got me thinking like, oh, wow, you know, oh, okay. You know, it's not just going to be like, oh, this up, this blows up, this, this happens, superpowers. It was, there's more of a story here. There's more of this. And it's by the same studio that did the last two Spider-Mans. And I think some of the crew that did a couple of the last two Spider-Mans is on there as well. And um, it looks like it takes place after um, Far From Home. So after the events of Far From Home. So if you've seen that, it, it kind of picks up after after that. Uh, which leads, like, things that have happened in this trailer. But they show, like, hey, you know, he's he's sick, he's doing this, da-da-da-da-da. Um, they showed why he's, kind of why he's sick, why he walks aided. And, um, like, this whole story, like, it really drew me in. And then, like, oh, hey, you know, he does this thing. They try and cure himself with these bats. He ends up becoming a vampire, um, by at least by the trailer. It looked like he became a vampire in a way, and he's got all these powers and abilities, and it was really cool. Like, I was like, whoa, okay, here's the flashy whiz-bang. Like, all right, you know, you're you're getting me. And uh, by the end of it all, like, the way they're tying it into the Spider-Man universe, uh, it does look like they are setting up, which has been rumored for a while now, ever since we had um, Spider-Man Homecoming, with um vulture again michael keaton i'm like hey, you're batman like you can't be a bad guy but he does a really good bad guy he really does like you're batman you're you're supposed to be this huge hero and you're like i can again i can empathize with the villain in homecoming because it's like it's this guy he's got this business and the work gets pulled away from him by stark and He's like, well, screw it. I'm just going to steal it then. Like, my family's got to eat. My guy's family's got to eat. So I'm just going to become this weapons dealer, this guy that makes weapons, and I'm going to become the vulture. And it was really awesome. Like, I really loved it. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan anyways, but I really loved it. And I was like, wow, you know, this is this is good. Showed us a lot about Spider-Man, but kind of really a good character, somewhat good character development on uh, the villain as well, which normally you don't get in a movie. Like, oh, it's just bad guy. Like, we're going to focus on hero's character development, but the bad guy, like, they did an unusual thing with, uh, like, I noticed it after watching it, like, second or third time. Because the first couple of times you always miss stuff. Uh, the character development of Vulture was there. Like, normally they don't go in kind of in-depth with the character development, but they really, if you look and you pay attention, they really did go a little in-depth with Vulture. So I was like, I wonder if they're doing Sinister Six. You know, we're, like, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, and then um, Far From Home comes out, and they're like, oh, they're doing another Spider-Man. It's going to be called Far From Home, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to be fighting these elementals and this and that. I'm like, oh, elementals, cool. You know, like, sounds awesome. But, you know, I really, really want Mysterio. Like, Mysterio, to me, in the animated series, was always, like, this awesome villain. Always, always, always. And even the comic books was really awesome. And I'm like, man, he's always got me, like, you know, Mysterio's kind of always intrigued me a little bit. Like, I want to know more about him. And uh, Far From Home we got Mysterio. Like, they're like, oh, we're doing Mysterio. And instantly, I was like, they're setting up for Sinister Six because we have Vulture. Now we have Mysterio, which is supposed to be dead. Um, 
I'm pretty sure he's not dead. Like, I'm pretty sure he's not, he's not dead that he's just, he's pulling everyone's leg. He's doing what Mysterio does best. And, um, now they have a Morbius movie coming out, which takes place in the Spider-Man universe. And I'm like, holy crap. There's three of the Sinister Six. Like, it's, it's happening. Like, they're, they're set up for it. And at the end of the trailer, you can actually see Morbius breaking Vulture out of jail, out of prison. Because Vulture looks right at him. Michael Keaton looks right at him. He goes, what's up, Doc? And I'm like, dude, it's done. It's If they haven't confirmed it, they, they have just confirmed it without confirming it. Like, putting Vulture face-to-face with Morbius and asking, what's up, Doc? I'm like, that. that's it. Like, they're doing a Sinister Six. I watched it, and my wife's sitting on the couch. I was like, holy crap. Oh, like, almost out of my chair. Like, they're doing Sinister Six. That's going to be such a great movie. And she goes, why? I'm like, oh, you have no idea. You have no idea what's coming. You have no idea. You are not prepared for the Sinister Six. Like, Sinister Six was awesome. Oh, my God, was it so good. Uh, being being that like like character development and backstory and all that, um, it's no surprise that I'm like, hey, you know, what about the bad guys? Like we got all this all this stuff, all this awesome stuff for the hero, but what about the villain? Like why can't the villains have character development as well? Just like oh, generic bad guy, go fight him. Uh, he's robbing a bank, go stop him. Like no, man, I want you know, I want something. Sinister Six was that something. For me, like growing up, Sinister Six was awesome. And it was Vulture, Morbius, Doc Ock, Mysterio. And uh, which we have not seen. A lot of people are like, we've never seen Doc Ock. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about 90s, early 2000s Spider-Man. I'm talking about the Spider-Man universe we're in now. The Spider-Verse we're in now. We have not seen Doc Ock yet. I do believe it is coming, though. I do believe it's going to be not necessarily a full film. It's not going to be like a full-on, maybe it'd be a full-on villain. But I I don't know if he'll be full-on, like, in-your-face main villain, but I think he's going to be popping up rather soon. Of, oh, hey, there's all this going on. And it'd be very, very interesting. They're also talking about a live action into the Spider-Verse, which the animated one was great. I love the animated one. It came out right after Stanley's passing. Uh, R.I.P. Stanley. But they, there was a lot of different artists that worked on that, and they all threw a, a nod here and there. Like, if you knew where to look, like, not, like, really plain sight, but if you knew where to look, uh, there were little nods to Stanley. Like, they snuck him in. And, um, like when he runs into the comic store to get a, a spider suit. All right, you get a spidey suit and it, it doesn't fit. And Stanley's like, oh, no refunds. One size fits all. And it's like way too small on him. And like that, that was awesome. I was like, dude, that's so good. And um, they're, they're talking about using all of the actors that have played Spider-Man. So Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland all as Spider-Man. And I was like, I'd kind of be down to see that. Like that would kind of be interesting to be like, Hey, 
these actors really haven't stopped playing, even though they've stopped playing Spider-Man. They really haven't stopped playing Spider-Man. It's just a different Spider-Verse that we're currently in. It would be a very creative way to explain things because it's been like, oh, hey, couple movies reboot, couple movies reboot, couple movies reboot, one movie reboot. And I'm like, I'm kind of done with Spider-Man getting rebooted. Like, I'm a big Spider-Man guy. Spider-Man was the first comic I ever bought myself. I'm just, uh, I'm over the reboot, 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 reboot. And I understand that you can only have someone be Peter Parker for so long because, you know, people age, you get older. And Peter Parker's supposed to be in high school. But um, this next Spider-Man coming up, like some things come out about it. It's supposed to be like we're following Peter going to college. And all that. So I was like, ah, that's kind of cool. You know, they're kind of advancing the story. They're getting away from like, oh, the death of Uncle Ben. With great power comes great responsibility and all that. Like, we already know that. We already very well know that. And how Spider-Man blames himself for the death of his uncle and, and everything. And he's like huge inner conflict. And I'm like, eh, eh, like been there, done that, seen that film, read that comic know it know it well uh is one of probably the most popular lines in uh comic history with great power comes great responsibility and i mean that's true like great power comes great responsibility you gotta be very responsible if you have great power right um but i'm just like yeah, I'm, I'm overseeing it like i want something new i want something fresh and i think following peter into college is that pushing the envelope just a little bit just like, all right, he's not in high school anymore. You know, if the events of Endgame and the events of Far From Home, people kind of really know who Spider-Man is now, that he's Peter Parker, and it's going to be very interesting to see how that affects him. If they even pick up from right after Far From Home, they may not, depending on, like, I don't think that, Maybe the next Spider-Man, I don't think the next Spider-Man is coming out before Morbius. So uh, Morbius will kind of pick that up, even though it's done by Sony. But Sony and Marvel kind of have a deal hammered out again. Um, so Spider-Man's back in the MCU for now. And like, that was a huge thing, man. That was, that was so, so shitty. Like, let, let's just call it. That was so shitty of Disney and Sony not getting along bickering over money and the fans lose out in the end like in all of it the fans really lose out because i really like tom holland as spider-man i like the other spider-mans but i really like tom holland as spider-man i think he's a very very convincing peter parker and like peter parker's kind of like dumb innocence and all that like what is going on like oh my god and you know how someone actually would react being spider-man like of course you know we didn't see him get bit by the spider get the superpower so it's kind of nice to skip over that it's kind of nice to skip over Uncle Ben's death, like Uncle Ben had already come and gone. Uh, Aunt May's really freaking hot and young. I'm like, huh. Like, Aunt May's typically older, so I'm kind of liking this Spider-Verse we're in right now. Like, that is, okay, it's a new take on it. It's it's a new take. Cool. Digging it, liking it. And uh, the last couple of Spider-Man films have been really entertaining to me. And again, I know, kind of biased, huge, huge Spider-Man fan, but I'm like, yeah. It is what it is. I mean, it, it's entertainment. That's the reason we go see movies is to be entertained, and it's very entertaining to me. But Morbius looks very, very interesting to me. I'll definitely go see it. Um, 
got the new, like moving on from comic book movies here for a second. We'll come back to comic book movies in a little bit. But um, this Thursday, the new Bad Boys, Bad Boys for Life comes out with Will Smith, Mark Lawrence. And uh, I'm probably going to go see it. Like, I really, I've seen the other two, really like the other two. I mean, Jerry Bruckheimer film, so everything's got to blow up. The grass has got to blow up. Clouds got to blow up. Like, oh, just blow up everything. Oh, shut off all the, all the pyro in the world. And I'm not complaining, but at the same time, I kind of am. <laughs> like, uh, if you've watched the little movie on, little Ryan Reynolds movie on Netflix called Six Underground, great, great movie. Uh, very entertaining. Like, you don't go into it for a story. Like, you don't go, it's not something like, oh, I hope it's very character and story driven. Oh, no, it's just go there to be entertained and, like, shut the world off for a couple hours. Um, the movie starts with a 20-minute car chase through Italy. <laughs> like, like, no, you don't do that. I mean, it's legit old-school car chase. It's not CGI. It's old-school car chase. And there's just a lot of good like little jokes in there and stuff. And like everything blows up for no reason. Cause it's a Bruckheimer got, it got Bruckheimered and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Um, it's interesting. It's cool. It was a fun ride. I'd ride it again a couple more times, but I'm like, eh, you know, is this the last bad boys with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, the way the trailers are. And they're like, Oh, you know, meet these new guys. And I'm like, yeah, I think they're kind of passing the torch. Like if they want to make more, they can, but I think, uh, the OG cast is out. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting. Like everything, like, Oh, you know, oh, these glasses are so good. Like they're already hinting that they're getting older and all this and they want to retire. And uh, like, okay, you know, get it. You can carry, carry the franchise on with a new face, but I'm going to probably go see that and be entertained. Uh, if nothing else, like just go to it because it's fun. Uh, I'm not going to like this huge character, expecting a huge character development or plot twist or anything like that. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know, go, go be entertained, watch some crap blow up, uh, have a good time. And then uh, got the UFC fight this weekend with McGregor and Cowboy that I plan on watching. That should be a good time. Um, I hope McGregor comes back. I really do. Like I, I was a big McGregor fan when he was. First, he first come around, uh, really shook things up. So, um, should be interesting to to see that. But, um, I think Black Widow, the Black Widow movie comes out. What what is it? May. May I think right around May, something like that. Um, very interested in that as well. Like again, huge Marvel guy, but very interested. And they said that they may do another prequel film after this. And I'm like, huh. Like, you're going to have two prequel films? That's going to be weird. But there's a lot of, like, how far does this film go back? We don't know. Um, so there's a lot of space they can play around with that if this one does well. I think they're waiting to see how well this one does. If the whole prequel thing works. Uh, it could be very interesting. They'll be like, oh, prequels work. We can do it with a whole bunch of other characters. Um, they're also talking about, there's this rumor has been flying around for a minute, a Hulk versus Wolverine movie. They're trying to get Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine one last time. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd actually watch that. Like, I I don't, I'm, I'm a huge Wolverine fan. I love X-Men. X-Men got me into comics. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. 
And then with Marvel Studios moving forward and Kevin Feige no longer the head of it, Kevin Feige is the head of Star Wars now. I don't know how I feel about the future of Marvel Studios. Like, how are the films going to to look and feel? Because Kevin Feige had a lot to do with that. And I'm like, eh, you know, we got very spoiled with the Infinity Saga. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling. I really don't know how I'm feeling. And uh, there's nothing really to watch now on Disney+. Plus. I mean, now that The Mandalorian's done, like, yeah, I could go back through and watch animated Star Wars stuff, but eh, I don't know if I'm feeling it. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to know more about the Darksaber, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I feel like watching cartoons right now. Uh, maybe, maybe at a later date. But I'm like, man, like, what a great, great first season of The Mandalorian. It did so well. Uh, I was expecting like, okay, you know, first couple episodes and the rest of them kind of suck and then they kind of ramp it up at the end. Every single one other than, what was it? Um, oh, the one he went to Tatooine and they they killed the one, the young dude killed the bounty. Uh, was that episode five? I think it was episode, I think it was episode five. That one was soft. To me, that one was soft. There wasn't a whole, like, it felt like it was a filler episode. It really did. There wasn't a whole lot of story that happened there. Um, It was like, oh, hey, you don't know this yet. Well, you know, he's wanted. We already knew that. Uh, Word was out already on that. So I was like, I really don't know why they needed that episode. Um, Really, like, uh, don't, I don't understand it. Um, especially after episode four being so damn strong with the walker and all that. Like that was, that was a great episode. I really liked that episode. A lot of people did. And, um, the way they just, man, the way they, they ended it was like, holy crap. Like I knew that pretty much we knew that, um, what I can't think of his damn name now. Uh, the information officer that's after him. We pretty much knew that when his TIE fighter crashed that he wasn't dead, that he was trapped in there. And, you know, Jawas are doing Jawa things, scavenging it and all that. And all of a sudden, here comes the Darksaber. Totally was not expecting the Darksaber, by the way, to happen at that point in time. And all of a sudden, it's like, you're shung. I'm like, a lightsaber? That's a lightsaber sound. So I just, Dark Blade coming through. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the Darksaber. Holy crap. Like, I was freaking the hell out. My wife's like, is that a good thing? I'm like, uh, it's going to be a very interesting thing of stories uh, with the way the story goes in the future because the Darksaber is actually built by the Mandalorians. And uh, the, I believe the way you got it is you challenged for it and you were challenged for it in combat. It was like combat reward, like you had to kill the other, other person to take it. And so it's going to be very interesting how he got it because there's, I believe from what I read online, there's like a five or six year gap in the history of like where the Darksaber was at up until Moff, Moff Gideon, that's his name, Moff Gideon, uh, up until when Moff Gideon has shown up with it. So I was like, hmm, very, very, very interesting thing you have here. Uh, so... I don't know. I'm like looking forward to that. Looking forward to season two. It's in the, it's in the works. It's being worked on. It's not even done being filmed yet. So they got to film it, edit it, make it all sparkly and magical, and then uh, ship it out full of baby Yoda. 
Um, and my baby Yoda pop still has not shown up, damn it. So, on that note, <laughs> I'm going to wrap this one up. Go to bed. Probably grab a shower first, then go to bed. Probably a good idea. Uh, kind of grimy. Kind of kind of dirty. Uh, that's what happens when you, when you work in the cantina. Uh, but on that note, I'm going to get out of here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Again, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Welcome to the podcast. Feel free to stay around. I will be uploading the best I can every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This episode was early. This episode was on a Tuesday, not a Wednesday. So uh, next episode will be on a Friday. And uh hope to stick to that schedule pretty good. And until Friday, guys, have a good one. Stay safe out there. Hopefully nobody's in Australia being impacted by the wildfires or in the Philippines impacted by the volcano eruption. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on right now. It's like a freaking end of the world times, I swear. Um, but hopefully you are all safe and your family's safe. Your animals are safe. Your pets are safe. Um, like just, oh my God, there's so much bad crap going on. But on that note, before I get into that, I'm going to sign out of here and I will talk to you on Friday in the next episode of Nerd Alert.